if Ali left that clapping, you'll know that we're actually on Zoom this week. <laughs> wah, wah, wee, wah. This is thrilling. No, neither of us have COVID. We should probably classify that first. Classify. In clarify. fact, we have the exact opposite. We have the vaccine. Yeah, I um just ran back from getting my vaccine. So funny, right? Shout out to friend of the podcast, Jen Oust, who was in the vaccine centre or in, a, or in a, like a chemist getting the vax done and they were on about how they had like spares going and she was like my friend Lisa can be here in 25 minutes and they were like fab and I got the last one in the centre for the evening you got the last one yeah oh my but God, literally like, I just ran out the door when I got this news and I was not wearing a very um supportive brassiere my <laughs> lord Titties flying everywhere for COVID vaccine. They were all over the place. I was actually embarrassed. Oh my god. Tits out for COVID. Mm. And now she's on the beer. You actually can't wear a bra in this weather. It would be illegal to wear real bras in this weather. Who needs paracetamol when you have an ice cold beer? Yeah, I I shout out to uh, Matt, who I stole this beer from. He doesn't know I'm vaccinated yet, so I'm going to... um, I'm going to ask for forgiveness rather than permission on this one. Oh my god, gas. The Peroni just reminds me in work last week when the Italians won the Euros. Um, everyone who was like ordering a beer the next day was all getting Peroni. And and do you know what? Like the small talk for the day was like, haha, yeah, up the Italians. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's gas. As long as it's not the Brits. Um, <laughs> this week, our topic of conversation is gaslight, gatekeep girl boss girl boss (laughs) um we've been working very hard this week that's why we're just like so busy being girl bosses that we thought it would be funny to discuss this and dissect it it's so hard being a girl boss especially in this fucking weather i'm like oh my god how do people wear like corporate looking clothes like thank god we both don't have jobs like all the like girl bosses that you do see on the internet are all like do you like they're all like la and new york like boss mother bitches uh and they function in this weather this is completely normal to them how like maybe they have air conditioning that's it it's all about the air conditioning this weather will be a hundred percent fine if we all had air conditioning yeah or at least like a fan how can a country sell out fans That's that's something like for the Patreon. That sounds like a, something the blind boy would ask himself in his little ASMR chamber. I would trade all of our podcast fans for a physical fan. For just one small <laughs> handheld physical fan. It's one of those ones you have as a kid that like, you turn on and you just hold it <laughs> in your little tiny hand and it's bright pink. Yeah, or those like little ones where it's like a fan but it also like spritzes water and you get them for like two euro in the shop. Yeah, oh my god, would love that. No, um, it's just so comical as well because I forget how to eat when the weather is this hot. I just don't know what to put into my body. What does it need? I don't know. Water. Just loads water. of water. Yeah, loads of water. But like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't really want like a curry or like anything that's that I normally would love. I I'm know. Like, everything is repulsive. So I've just been eating the weirdest mix of like snacks the whole time. My favorite thing for this sort of weather is like, the traditional Irish mother salad. Mammy salad, yes. Irish salad. I remember I put up a tweet about that like three years ago and it did numbers. I was like, does anyone else eat this? And like, what do you call it? Because I call it an Irish salad. And now that tweet comes back around like every fucking year. 
everyone does it now. And it's so funny because I fully thought it was literally just my mother that did that. And then, yeah. No. It wasn't. There was a gatekeep moment for you. Yeah. I thought my mother was gatekeeping that salad, but apparently every man in the country does it. Jackie with the salad, but the fork is in her hand, but it's going out to the audience instead of into the salad. There's the graphic. What? <laughs> Your mom's stopping <laughs> people with forks to keep them away from her salad. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like one flat slice of cheddar cheese from the packet. Maybe if you're lucky, um, a spring onion chopped up. Oh yeah. Um, Roll it up have the ham like to make it look fancy. Hard boiled cold egg, and it, do you know, like when it goes kind of green around oh, the yellow yolk, I and it's like that. a little bit gross looking, but it still tastes good. Um, like maybe like two cherry tomatoes cut in half, <laughs> a bit of coleslaw, maybe some beetroot if you're a bit posh, and then of course some chips. Mm mm. Tastes like a summer day. Tastes like your mum's like it's too hot to cook. It's just too hot for me to be in the kitchen. Yeah, literally. Um, have you any? Have you been watching any bits that you feel are gaslight, gatekeepy, girl bossy vibes? Because I feel like I have been watching solely that type of television right now. Well, gaslight, absolutely one direct, one direction, love violence. Sorry, I have one direction on the brain because it's one direction day tomorrow. Oh, exciting! It's one one D day. Eleven years of one D. Um, I wish I could gatekeep them forever but uh, no it's not violent Toby and what's her face Kaz I've that that was severe gaslighting oh yeah that was severe now why are you angry at me why are you angry at me why the fuck do you think she's angry at you you little weirdo well that man is a bonafide idiot god bless him because he is doing the thing with this fella now this new one came in and it's all over him and he just cannot comprehend why someone will be hurt by his own stupidity. But also, to be fair, Chloe did snatch him out from under Kaz. But you're also just like, boy, you are a man-child. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I I didn't mind Chloe. I know this is controversial, but I didn't mind Chloe so much snatching him out. Like, Kaz yeah. and Toby were not that interested in each other. It wasn't going to go anywhere mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, But obviously, the fact that they never... Toby and Kaz never had a proper chat until like whatever day that was there recently uh, and the fact that he just couldn't grasp that he had hurt her feelings regardless of how she felt about him they should have just had an actual adult conversation and she I thought she handled it immaculate, immaculately so like she didn't give him the time of day and like like they were never going to talk you know on his terms yeah. She kept like turning them away for she's like, No, I'm quite happy enjoying my day. I'll talk to you when I want to. Yeah, that is legend um, behaviour. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. And then like it actually did I do think he he was apologetic in the end, but he needed that time that she gave him that but she he, pushed him he to, also have needed, to think about it. He needed a man to tell him why he was wrong so that he could fucking understand why a woman would be upset. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. that is so unfortunately so many so many women can see that because it's happened to so many women. He's so dumb, though, isn't he? Like, there's just nothing behind his eyes. Like, he's just, like, he's constantly buffering. There's just nothing going on. I actually don't get the attraction at all. Like, how no. are three girls thinking about him? No. No, 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 no. I thought he was, like, cute at the beginning. I thought he was funny at the beginning. But now I'm like, you're just very dumb. Um, I mean, Do you have any favourite couples now that there's been a bit of a shuffly shuffle? I... I'm a couple of episodes behind, so maybe things have changed. But I love um, Millie and Liam. The 
those are i think one of my only like yes i can see these guys doing well there's actually so much chemistry there all the time i f- yeah i feel like millie and liam are going to stay together for the whole thing i'd be really shocked if they didn't because i just think like and i don't know normally i sort of cringe at couples on it like regardless of how much i like either of them as individuals mm. i just find everything about love Island cringy even though i love it <laughs> but um i don't find them cringy to watch like it's actually so nice because I found him quite boring at the beginning. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get the attraction. Like, obviously, he's good looking, but, like, I didn't think there's anything else there. But she's so fun, and you can so see, like, different sides of both of them coming out when they're around each other. It's just actually very yeah. cute to watch. And they're like, so flirty. Like, watching a little love story film, like, yeah, they're yeah. so flirty. It's, like, funny. Like, they're, I think they're entertaining. Controversially, I know in our other episode about where we mentioned the Island, um, we are talking about how much we love Liberty. Yeah. I have a a change of mind here oh. no not not a massive change of mind i still like her mm-hmm. but i was just like sort of thinking the only reason that i like her is because she doesn't do anything <laughs> she's so passive mm-hmm. we yeah. actually barely even get any liberty airtime anymore because she does nothing um i just want more airtime with her and kaz that's what i want i really just dislike yeah. the fact that she's in a relationship with such a little poppy man i just really don't get him but he's also gonna drop her in Casa more. Like she's gonna be gone. Do you reckon? She's gonna be dropped. I don't think I don't think he's that interested. I feel like and obviously it's a game show, they're all like they're all playing a game. But I feel like he's definitely playing the you know, OG couple from the start, keep the public on our side thing, whereas I think she's actually genuinely invested. Yeah. I yeah, I'm not still not sure of him. Yeah, I get dodgy, dodgy vibes. I did not realise how resistant I am to change until every time they were, like, introduced there's going to be a new Islander. And I know that's the whole point of the entire show, but I'm like, oh, another person, I have to learn their name. Oh, um, my God, I love um, when they bring in the new people. I love the carnage, but I was just like, oh, I'm just so tired. There's been so many. There has actually been so many people going through that house. I actually just, I don't know if you've got a chance to see it yet because it was when you were out getting the vaccine, but I just put up a TikTok from our account. Of course. <laughs> that is about this, about new people coming in. Uh, and it's just like how all the sort of new people coming in really like, they're so fake with Hugo because they know that he's their only chance at staying in the game. So they all try flirt with him, but it's like, just like AJ, for example, it's just so put on. Like those yeah. two would never be together ever in what world, like. I'm really suspicious now of Hugo. Are you? There's just something about him that I'm like, there's something here I don't know. Sort of, I don't know. I'm still on his side. I still quite like him. I, I tweeted the other day. Um, I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I said this the last time on the podcast, but it's like every year on Love Island, the person who like takes the longest to couple up with someone in like a more like meaningful way like not little friendship couples mm. or like something that they like think is good for like two days and then they're like oh i don't know where we stand together like they're always really infantilized like the, the way the other islanders like talk to them and stuff it's yeah. like they're like the child of the villa and i think that maybe makes them feel a little bit awkward and insecure about speaking to people then and i feel like that's kind of where he's acts you sort of see it like dr alex was another one like there's a person on it every year that becomes that person yeah and it's usually and a I, man who they baby isn't it like yeah and like i don't think they necessarily aim to be you know like the fucking child of the villa but just because they're not incredibly like 
outwardly sexual or whatever they become that person i think it's a little bit like horrible to watch like i, I hate it like it's i feel like it's very humiliating for them especially then the way they come through in the edit i feel does them no justice then as well true actually yeah and i um that's a really interesting hot take i enjoy that now yeah i just i don't know i feel like there like there isn't anyone in there for him yet i don't think but that doesn't mean that there won't be well um, how far are you along have you got the three new people coming in no I i'm not up to there yet one of them is really into hugo i think i saw a tweet about this where there's like some gal who comes in who like gives off like jack wills like lacrosse private school vibes <laughs> yeah that's very good is maybe that's probably that person i would imagine i can yeah. i can just see hugo with someone who like because obviously he went to oxford and he's such like an oxford boy i feel like he he needs an oxford girl do you know like he needs someone who's done the whole university thing he's kind of maybe more settled i feel like he's looking for someone who's quite settled not like a party sort of person yeah um and there's just no one really like that in there like the closest to it was maybe sharon um well, the, she the, was new, a bitch. the three new people coming in all seem to have very focused aims on who they want to crack on with and they really are jumping in from the word go which i really appreciate I, obviously i'm behind are any of them going for people who are already in couples yeah like solid couples he, mm, toby's never been in a solid couple in his life uh the one abby <laughs> this new girl is her name abigail or something abby um i have only watched an episode with her in it she is cr- trying to crack on with your man and chloe is fuming and i kind of just love oh. that <laughs> love that for yeah, her yeah karma <laughs> well it's just it is good television there was a really good like cliffhanger on last night's I episode i also like not to be a homewrecker but i love when people go in and are they just outwardly just go for yeah whoever yeah. they want like realistically it's a game show it's a tv show none of them are married like none of them are official couples they've literally been in there like what two weeks that is such a short space of time. I don't get why people are like, oh, I'm not going to step on any toes. It's yeah. like, step on toes. It's a fucking show. Like, if Trot you think that you're more suited to someone, like, I don't know, like, yeah, tread on those toes. Like, it's not real life. It's fucking Love Island. Do You do you. There's a really good... So, basically, I'll give you a little bit of the skinny on this. When the there was a load of them put up for um, getting the boot, and after that happened toby and chloe were both up separately and after that happened toby didn't like speak to her and she was upset that he didn't talk to her and then the new people came in and then one of them immediately started cracking on with him so oh my god spoiler actually i don't know who's gone when the three people stood up who's gone don't listen to the next 15 seconds if you haven't seen this uh thank god it's danny who gave me the absolute oh thank god toe curling ick and aj AJ's gone. I thought Lucinda would go. No, it was AJ. So. Really? Oh, really? Go. You like me, really? My do eyes, you? yeah, they're green, really. What do you like about me, really? <laughs> I just would love to see her have an actual conversation. It would be brilliant. But yeah, she's another person who I feel like the edits maybe not helping her. Like, I think I think she might be sound. Because she seems, like, to be fair to the girl, she seems to actually really get on. It's Chloe's another one of these. They seem to get on really well with everyone in the villa, but then we only actually see the stupid sides of them, yeah. I think. But then when you look at them, their interactions, like, in the challenges or even sort of just in the background, they do seem to be, like, friends with everyone. Um, Apparently now, according to shit I saw on TikTok, 
Lucinda is like a proper game player and she has a boyfriend in, outside the villa. Shannon said this to me. Yeah, apparently her boyfriend like drove her to the airport. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I saw now on TikTok. The reliable source that is TikTok. Me like signing Wikipedia in my dissertation. Like that's that's literally good. What it is. Good for her. Good yeah. for her. Apparently, the boyfriend's looking after her dog, and I was like, "That's iconic." Whipped. Keep him whipped, girly. Oh my god, good woman, Lucinda. Mm. Like, get that dollar. Get the like brand deals. Get a holiday. Like, go- good for her. I'm genuinely shocked at my own stamina for wanting to continue to keep watching it nightly. Yeah, I think I've actually missed more now than I've seen, but I like I keep up with it on like social media and the memes and stuff. Mm. Um, it's on right love, now, isn't it? I'm I missing love being able to switch right week. off, like not be able to think about anything. Yeah, yeah. Just for a spicy little bit. I'm really looking forward to Casa Amor. That's my favourite thing. I cannot wait. We need to do like a review of the Casa Amor Carnage. Yeah, we should just do like a full on Casa Amor episode. I, do you know, I, I literally die if Maura Higgins dumped this current fella and just went in. No, I think never bring that woman back. She's too much. Like she, she had her, her beautiful glory times and any attempt to recreate that would be terrible. I miss her. Yeah. I do miss her, I have to say that now. But, no, I'm so anti... I know so many people just love and want her back. I just would love some Irish people in Casa Amor because, honestly, uh, they're just straight up yeah. more crack. Before we move on, do you know what I've been loving, actually? What? Just speaking of Love Island. On Twitter and on TikTok as well, actually. I've seen loads of people making, like, lists in their phone notes and it's, like, oh, reasons yes. why I could never go on Love Island. Because I always say all the time, I'm like... Oh, I would go on Love Island in the morning, but like then when I read these lists, I'm like maybe I actually wouldn't, because like the main thing I would not, I would not wear a bikini on television. I just wouldn't. No, I. Just I'm not wouldn't. that confident. But even like take away the television fact, they're wearing bikinis for so many hours in the day that would surely give you a yeast infection. Also, like, why is no one ever sunburned? The only person I've ever seen sunburned on that show was Amy Hart, and like, God bless that girl. Like, yeah, they apparently there's a really strict thing in the morning where they all have to be covered in sun cream before they go outside yeah but still no matter how much sun cream an irish person wears they get burnt and also like on the bikini front like they're not even like normal bikinis like their arse crack is literally on show like i just couldn't do that every day yeah the amount of bum is hypnotizing isn't it you're just watching it and you're like oh my god and they all look like incredible like all the time i i saw someone had a very good tweet they're like how are none of them ever bloated (laughs) ever None of them are ever bloated. This is why you don't see them eat, because they don't. <laughs> Apparently they get fucking lovely food. Well, they're they're fully fasting. They've never seen food since they got in. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> they're just oh. eating ice. <laughs> Good for them. I'd love some ice today. Jesus Christ. We. Oui. Um, anyway, what's up on it? Our thing. Gaslight gatekeep. Gatekeep. Yes. You have a great question You're for the You're talking glasses. about this. Yeah, I have a great question now for the listeners. We'll throw this up on the Instagram story or something. But um, what is something that you would love to gatekeep? Like something that you really love that's almost like a little secret. Like something you'd like to keep keep quiet that no one else can ever discover. Lisa's thinking here. Lisa's thinking. Do you know what I would actually... And it's, it's less of a little thing. I want to gatekeep... <laughs> from a very specific group I want to gatekeep being Irish from Americans oh yeah 
like Jesus they should just Christ. not like i totally understand that american culture means so much of it is about your family heritage but my god you cannot come up to me and say i'm irish without me wanting to punch you yeah yeah it is very annoying um i also want to gatekeep the um fridge ready-made pizzas from little fridge ready-made pizza like they're in the fridge they're not in the freezer oh yeah i've never had one oh you're missing out they're such a nice little pizza they're so good um but i'm afraid that if too many people find out about them they'll always be out of stock when i go oh my god i'm trying to think do i have any food ones my like automatic one that came to mind was like obviously he has fucking tons of fans but like oliver arnold's still not massive Mm. and i quite enjoy the size of venues that i get to see him play and it's also rather him not he you know he will explode yeah, he will explode because yeah. I bet you he'll start doing fucking massive movie scores soon enough. Yeah. But uh, I would lo- I would love to gatekeep him for a few more years so that he doesn't play arenas and it's always going to be lovely little like opera houses and shit. I'm having a, a bit of an internal discussion at the minute about um gatekeeping glass animals because I was like, oh, I've been a fan for them for like so long and now all of a sudden they're like literally like the backing music on Love Island some nights and they're playing like they're they're on the fucking yeah. football. And it's so insane to me that like this band that I've been following for like, I don't know how many years are so successful. But I'm just so delighted for them that I'm like, yeah. no, like take them. Go on. Go on, boys. Uh, KFM are obsessed with heat waves. That's always on. Yeah. Every time it's... I get in the car. It's so funny listening to their music now because you're like, wow, there's such specific ones that get airplay. Um, Yeah. Because they have a massive catalogue and they do so many really good, interesting stuff. But I'm just like, oh, yeah. I I feel like I should feel like I should want to gatekeep them just because I've been a fan for so long. But I just couldn't. I just am like, good for you. I want to um, I want to gatekeep Delaney's Pub in Smithfield. Yes. What a good (laughs) one. Delaney's Pub in Smithfield is a gem. So Delaney's pub, if you haven't been to it, is like a little kind of old man, like family run pub in Smithfield near the cobblestone. But it's like kind of like my workplace is local. Uh, It is so lovely, has a massive beer garden, has like TVs that show the sport. The staff are so nice. You can book on WhatsApp. I know this is me like opening the fucking gates by talking about it on the podcast, but um, it's like it's never full. Like I feel like lots of people don't know about it. It is so nice. I I have brought so many people there. Um, the first time we both went was together. I think. Yeah. Was it? Um, yeah, it was. And oh, it's so nice. It is so nice. It might be my favorite Guinness this end of town. Well, hello. That is a big, um, big stamp of approval right there. Yeah, I I like one hundred percent. Yeah, I one hundred percent think it's the best Guinness in Dublin Seven. Controversial. I love it. Yeah, I don't think there's any competition. I'm trying to think who would be the main competition, but I can't. The Bohemian has real it, nice Guinness and really nice certainly staff. Certainly not the Guinnesses that I pull in work. Oh, <laughs> those that shall not be named. Oh, uh, if you know where I work and you ever come in to visit, do not order a Guinness from me. Go downstairs and get one elsewhere. <laughs> I'm dying to hear what people say on this front because we should have asked them before we did the recording, but now we're going to have so many that we're just going to be like, oh my God, yes! <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else would I 
maybe I would like to gatekeep that show that I watched Trapped because I think it's literally one of the best crime dramas I've ever watched and I like that it's like this little secret show that like very few people have seen yeah nice or like even like Fortitude no one's seen Fortitude another brilliant crime drama I feel like whenever I mention that no one has seen it even though it has an insane cast yeah um yeah, I feel like there's lots of cultural shows. things I would definitely be gatekeeping too, but I just can't think of them off the top of my head. We have um, another section to do. Oh. Girl boss. Yes, we do. I have a, I have a TV show for this one that I know you've also watched an episode of. The reboot of Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah. Now, you've never watched the OG Gossip Girl. I have. I watched... Some of the when it was on Netflix a few years okay. ago, I started watching the first season. Really, like loved it, enjoyed it so much. But I, I had such a feeling that I knew who Gossip Girl was, and like I'm so impatient. And I was like, there's so many seasons, so many episodes. I was like, I'm actually just gonna Google who it is, and I was, I actually got it right. I guessed Gossip okay. Girl from the first season, uh and then I was like, do you know what? Why would I bother watching the rest? But now I'm actually dying to watch this because it was really good. Um. But I just, yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. R.I.P. Well, I I normally really don't like reboots. And, like, I think they're all a bit overdone. And I'm like, oh, I just love a mm. bit of new stuff. But uh, I was actually really excited about this one. And I was just excited. because yeah, you were I was buzzing like, for this. Well, I just, well, it's mostly because I fancy the whole off Thomas Doherty. Let's not lie. Yeah, same. But, Follow him on Insta. Um, but also just, like, I'm, I would love to see the story open up because obviously like the media landscape has changed so much since Gossip Girl was, do you know, like people don't go on to blogs to find gossip. So I was like, I wonder how you're going to tackle that without trying to be assholes. Because like it's um, very... What do you think we do with Dumois? That is yeah. a blog that we go on to for gossip. But it's on Instagram. Yeah, that's and true. Sh- and they sell merch and stuff. It's all like, it's all different. Um, yeah. Now, this new series of Gossip Girl has been getting loads of negative reviews and they're like, oh, it's just, it hasn't captured the essence of the original. But, like, I'm also like, the original got terrible reviews, so I wouldn't let the terrible reviews stop people from checking it out. I would fight you on this. I watched the first episode and I thought it was shite. Interesting. Fair enough. I think it's going to be incredibly predictable. Not even that. I just, like... I, I don't know if I can... What did I even message? I messaged you after I watched it, what I thought. I can't remember what I said, but it was a bit... I just found the script really bad. Like, I thought the script was really, really bad. I thought the actors were incredible. I thought the aesthetic was incredible. I thought the characters were really interesting. But, mm. like, some of the storyline in the first episode is just so stupid. Like, the whole thing with, like, the sister... Um, Sorry if this is, like, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it. Like, skip ahead. But the, the sisters who... People do know they're sisters, but they're kind of acting like they're not sisters. Why can't they just... Yeah, it just was made a massive thing of it. I just thought it was a really stupid first episode. I thought it was a really bad introduction to it. Yeah, I would say watch the first two. If you want to watch the second one, do. But I'd say it will give us a better feel for it. Because I watched the first two episodes now. And... I think it's it, it is highlighting the route that the new Gossip Girl is going down. So, mm. spoiler alert, kind of, but I think anyone who has any interest in it already knows this. 
they say who Gossip Girl is from the get-go in this season. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of like. Controversial. Now, I think it works because it's, it gives a different insight into the world. Do you know what I mean? Well, I just straight up say it because I feel like everyone who... Oh, yeah, say it. Like, it's the teachers. Yeah. The teachers in their school are Gossip Girl and basically the students at the school are just really awful people and they're just so, like, it's obviously a massive private school up recently. They're really posh and the posh kids are really rude to the teachers and sort of take the piss out of how the teachers aren't, like, quite well off and stuff. Um, I think it that's works... A, that's another part that I, I don't think that works at all. I thought that was... Oh my God, full on debate here. I thought it was just incredibly unrealistic. Like, the teachers setting up this account, like, fucking GDPR, would they not fear for their jobs? Uh, and I know, like, it's a TV show, but at the same time, you're just like, oh, there's so much that's just, like, unrealistic. And just, like, the, the things that the kids say to them and the way they carry on, and, like, this just wouldn't, this just wouldn't happen. This shit will surely. Um, I, I think it's going to be good for audiences like our age who like grew up on the original and now they're mm. kind of adults who want to go back because it gives like this other more adult lens to watch it from it's yeah, like you can true. kind of relate to the teachers because you're like oh my god these young people are wankers um but you can also like relate to the kids because you're like oh my god i want to be a wanker sometimes do you know yeah it's actually it's so that's so true it's so weird actually to watch it and relate more to like the older characters yeah, because um, I don't think it would have worked the same way. Like in the in the original Gossip Girl, it's so much about their parents, and like, you know, I just don't think that would be as relevant to an audience today. Whereas, like, by focusing on the teachers, you can then get a younger demographic than parent. Yeah, which I think works. I think maybe a little bit. Yeah, like the one thing that I really thought was like great about it was like the characters. I think the now minus the fucking dialogue but the, the characters themselves as people aesthetically and just sort of like the way they all go on are all very believable like I, they're mm. all legit people that you would find today and they're all like I think they did very good job at like nailing down that sort of like Gen Z vibe like in the costumes in sort of just like even in like the way half of them are bisexual like that just isn't a thing in lots of shows do you know like and that kind of is a massive like that's obviously much more popular um to be out as bisexual now whereas like in in the previous show i i don't know i only no, saw like a couple of episodes of it but it wasn't like i think almost they were almost all white and straight and the only time any same-sex action happened it was for the benefit of oh, male men. Gays. yeah i just think it's much more like diverse like in that way as well I also like how it sounds and I know it sounds counterproductive because so much of it is like about like wanting to watch young people with crappy consciences. I think it's really nice sometimes looking at some of uh, in the second episode anyway, there's some dilemmas where you kind of see a bit more complexity, I think, that I'm looking to see if they're able to dive into that. Yeah, I I probably like will watch more of it. Just the first episode to me was just like City Riverdale with an actually like worse script. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give it that. The script isn't great, but it's really good mindless watch. If you come back yeah, from is. a hard day of girl bossing in the office, this is kind of perfect because it's just a completely different world. The music's actually also great. It's all like pop bangers. Oh, I think some of it's a bit bloody ham-fisted. Oh, yeah, but I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's like a positive for me. Yeah. 
Um, I'm curious to see what happens. I do think I could probably tell you what's going to happen in the next episode be- because it just does feel like they might go down a predictable route. But I was then again, I was surprised because they did change the script and incorporate COVID back into the world, which I was like, wow, I didn't think you'd do that. Okay. Um, but that's, that's yeah, that Yeah, actually, then. we were trying to figure out when we watched it because I think there was a comment made at one point in the first episode about masks. Yeah. Um, but then there's a comment about it being 2018 or something. Or maybe I just saw a tweet about it being set in 2018. And I was like, wait, what were, like, what is the world here? Like, so, is this post-COVID? Is this, does COVID not exist in this world? Like, No, COVID does how... exist. So they were filming pre-COVID. The whole show was being filmed pre-COVID with a script that was pre-COVID. And then COVID happened and the filming all stopped. And then when they went back to filming, they incorporated COVID into the, the, the script a bit. And it kind of serves to like heighten the drama of everything. So they're all like a bit more aware because they're like, oh my God, I haven't seen people in a year. I'm not doing another year on my, mm. in my desk at home. So it feels like, I don't know, I think it works because it creates a bit more intensity. Because you know, like now after COVID, everyone just wants to go out and like kiss Party. people and go for parties and touch their friends on their faces. Yeah, it adds another level. Hmm. I was watching a show on Netflix this week that is very hashtag girl boss. Oh. But I actually did I I enjoy it, to be honest. Um I was wrecked the other day, right, from girl bossing and uh, I just wanted to watch something like mindless, but I, I think it was like ten o'clock, I just missed Love Island, so I was like, Oh damn and do you know the way Love Island doesn't go up on the player? Yeah till, like the next day and it's human. So I was like, I'll go on Netflix, and the the thing that came up, like, you know when you get, like, the homepage ad for, like, something, like, brand new, mm-hmm. came up, and it was, like, My Unorthodox Life is the name of it, and I thought it was that other show, Unorthodox, but I was like, oh, no, it's a different show. Um, it's brand new, it's a reality show, it's kind of, like, keeping up with the Kardashians vibe, like, aesthetic, like, follows a family who all sort of have mad jobs, who have a very mad background, but it's basically about i had never heard of her now but i had heard of her company it's about julia hart who is the ceo of elite world group do you know they like basically own every modeling agency across the world yeah like all the major ones elite models Um, she owns that she's the ceo of it wow um, but i think she's 49 and she only left like an incredibly fundamentalist orthodox jewish community 10 years ago whoa okay. so she went from like not being allowed to work having been in an arranged marriage really really like unhappy with everything from that to the ceo of the biggest modern management company in the world in the space of 10 years what a trajectory um, yeah it's kind of nuts so it sort of follows she has i can't remember it's four or five kids but she's split up from her original husband who she had the arranged mm. marriage with she is remarried or has a partner I'm, I'm not sure too sure what the relationship status is but she is with someone else now uh and she's very like she's out of that she wants nothing to do with that now okay i don't actually know if she still considers herself uh Jew- jewish i don't know if she's like you know taking on a new religion or become like atheist but she doesn't identify with that at all anymore but because some of her kids are old enough to have grown up within it as well. Some of them have found it more difficult to separate themselves from it. And some of them are still quite involved in it, in like, 
I think the place is called Muncie or Muncie. It's like upstate New York and it's kind of a town where this like section of fundamentalist Jewish people live. And one of the daughters, the eldest, I think she's actually around our age, is uh, married, uh, arranged marriage. But the guy, she's sort of, she considers herself religious, but she's not fundamentalist religious. Yeah. Like she doesn't wear any of the clothes. She just like would pray basically. But he is very, very still kind of wrapped up in it. And it just sort of shows like the struggle between be- being religious, but being part of a fundamentalist side of a religion and then maybe being with someone who's not and like he, there's parts like it's not a spoiler there's loads of stuff but he he doesn't he feels uncomfortable with her wearing trousers like whoa and she's okay, like but yeah. this is this is like Who you, you can't tell babes? me to not wear trousers like yeah yeah and just sort of is about that and then there's like the youngest daughter is only i think she's like 18 or 19 or something she obviously wasn't in it for as long as the others and she's very much anti she's not just out of it she's anti that okay um and like she's like actually she's very like the gossip girl guy and she's she's very gen z she's bi and it's all about her like struggling to i suppose like be her authentic self around half of her family i just think yeah they're super interesting family to watch that's um, so that, like, meaty i did not i yeah. I had, i've seen this come up actually on my tiktok and I was like, mm. this is so bizarre. I just flicked through it and I was like, oh, that that's just a reality television show. I didn't know the intensity of it. That's in such a, it's such an interesting angle. Yeah, and like, and you obviously see like the modeling agency side of it as well, like what Julia does for work. And she also has a very gas assistant. Well, not I say assistant, he's like second in command, but they're like besties in work and he's gas as well. Like it's, it's fun as well as like some of it being quite intense. And I think like, there's a whole other level of, I don't know, I'm only a few episodes in now, but I wonder if they'll go into it at some point where I think some of the family who are still wrapped up in like the fundamentalist community are maybe the Jewish people who go to Israel. Oh, okay. So I think it might get problematic at some point and then there might be clashes within the fam. Interesting. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes because I find it very entertaining. Um, do you have any other recs before feed food because my feed food kind of ties into that a little bit no you were talking about tiktok then the other thing when i think girl boss when i think like positive you know obviously girl boss is such like a negative connotation now but i one thing that i do think as like positive girl boss vibes is like sometimes i see these girls on tiktok i'm not like i don't have any off the top of my head like usernames wise but you've probably seen them yourselves where like I don't know, I definitely get a lot of them probably from talking about, like, on the other podcasts, like, the music industry and stuff. My phone's mm. obviously listening to me, and I get a lot of, like, young women who are maybe slightly older than us who talk about how they gained entry into certain careers and, like, give tips and, like, share links and stuff to people who are maybe trying to get into more difficult-to-crack industries like the music industry or entertainment and stuff. Um you know people who are using their their ins in certain things to help other people i suppose network and wriggle their way into things that's so nice i see a lot of that and that's like yeah nice girl bosses yeah i'm having such a good experience with other nice girl bosses this week um just people are so helpful when you ask for help i'm such a stubborn old cow and i rarely ask for help but I'm oh actually... my god i'm so pro asking for help because people are like very rarely not going to help you yeah 
yeah exactly I've been having like oh there's so many fantastic women in my life this week who are just like being actually unreal and helping me with really stupid questions and I'm like yes oh my god look at these women <laughs> oh my god funny if I were to like write a book or even like if I ever write a memoir one of the main sections in my book is to lit- it will literally be a whole fucking chapter a few even on just like asking people for help on multiple things on multiple different levels as well because people will always help yeah they're so good people will rarely say no to things no matter how big an ask it is i feel especially irish people i feel are quite helpful and quite um what you do have to ask is the only thing about irish people irish people aren't going to share or help you unless you ask exactly yeah also like it's been so nice working on the podcast and seeing how many people are really into like telling us their opinions I'm like oh this is so nice because like I didn't realize how much I've been missing out on just like talking to random people like absolute shite like I feel like I've totally lost so much by not being able to see like my casual pals and acquaintances and I didn't realize until like people are just sending in their stupid thoughts into the chat shit account and I'm like this is so fun these are the kind of people I want yeah. to go for a pint with and get like real messy and just like chat for hours and be like sweaty from talking I know um, yeah also guys don't be like afraid to message us on Instagram on the chat it does make our day Insta, like even if it's not like when we post stuff to share even if you just want to message us about the pod or questions or if even if you have fucking like episodes ideas for us to do or things that you'd like us to talk about like message us because like half our dms are just us chatting to people they're nothing to do with them <laughs> posts like it's just people who like reply to our stories once and then become our friends yeah or they'll like send a recommendation for something and we're like oh my god this is so good yeah um, so definitely like get in touch yes my feed food for this week actually before we go is kind of similar to your religion thing in place is sort of it's kind of a bit all over the place but i was like this is kind of uh interesting it's a book called trick mirror by gia tolentino and it's this book of different essays um they're all standalone essays so it's really one of those ones that you can tap in and out of because i feel like my attention span is shot from it being so sunny and me being being like super busy um but it does cover topics like religion she like talks about like the mega churches that she grew up around um but it covers loads of really interesting stuff like she has a whole chapter on like seven scams that shaped our generation um and she has a whole chapter about like the changing relationship to journalism on coverage of sexual assault so good but um one of the big essays that is relevant to like the Gas Not Gatekeep Girl Boss of the Week is um, she has this whole episode or a whole episode, a whole chapter on the cult of difficult women. And I've been reading Ooh. a lot about it, but like she actually has some spicy hot takes about it um, that I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And about how like <laughs> women who are pos- probably are definitely causing harm often use the guise of being a girl boss and being like, it's so hard being a woman in the industry to really cause serious damage and I was like oh interesting um but I think my favorite one actually um which is also reality television based she Mm. was in a reality tv show when she was 16 and she like had never watched the full thing through so she went back and watched it all and then got in touch with like one of the producers and all of the former cast and talked about like what their experiences were like as well as hers and made this really complete essay about like 
things that she forgot and what she remembered and how she felt and like how it was like to be an adult who came out of that um, oh. it was so good I was just like not expecting the book to be as good as it was I was like what's it called Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino and where did you get it I got it out of the library okay oh yeah visit your local library gang yeah I was in the library today and I literally <laughs> I Lisa I have a library book belong to you I know <laughs> You're just after reminding me of literally sitting on the shelf for months. Is that's probably overdue? No, I renewed it. Don't worry. That's oh, very good. Cool. I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> uh, you should flick through it, Stephen, because the chapters are so short. It's the Bling Ring, uh, by Nancy Jo Sales for anyone who's interested, because it's bloody well good. Yeah, I will read it. Um, my feed food is very, very different to yours, and very, very irrelevant to the rest of the content of this episode. <laughs> Well, actually, no, lies, lies, lies. Every girl boss loves this. It is Garlic Dip Guide on Yes! So I saw a friend of the pod, Leisha Murray, shared a competition entry on her story the other day from an account called Garlic Dip Guide. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Garlic Dip Guide. Is it is it actually a Garlic Dip Guide or is it someone who just has a funny username? Went on. It's actually a guide to Dublin's garlic dips. They rate garlic dips from every takeaway in the county. And lads, it's that great. Sensual. It's, so, it's so descriptive. I think it's the guy who runs it called Thomas. I think he is. He was on the Ray Darcy show the other day talking about his um idea. And he was saying that he had looked up. Um, He had this idea during lockdown to start a page for it, a blog for it. And uh, he looked it up thinking, you know, someone would have got there first, but they hadn't. So this innovative legend started up this Instagram account and yeah very very descriptive breakdowns of all the best dips um highly recommend if you're a garlic fiend like myself if you put um, a whole bulb of garlic into every recipe I think this one's for you uh, I would go follow them it's, ju- it's literally just at garlic dip guide um speaking of garlic dip actually very brief shout out um remember when we went to Dunleary you and I for a walk that day and we went to that fish van called say fish is and you got the, called? the Cajun chicken I or the Cajun, Cajun fish. fish Cajun fish yes yeah Cajun I fish I was at them today and they also have a very nice garlic dip oh it's they do actually because I think I got garlic. it the last day didn't I black garlic yeah, and black truffle black garlic and truffle yeah oh that was do you know what I think is so funny speaking of black garlic and truffle truffle seems to have wriggled its way into everything in Dublin it's so funny the price that people put things up to when something has a bit of truffle oil in it. You can literally get truffle oil in little for two euro, but people see the word truffle and think, oh my God, a foraged mushroom. Yeah, bougie girl, just, bougie queen. It's That's fake. It's literally an artificial flavour and they put the price up. Don't be fooled. Do not be fooled. <laughs> And that's your girl boss tip for the evening. Your other girl boss tip is to follow us on any of your social media accounts if you're that kind of a girl boss. Or if you really do hashtag support the arts and the girl bosses. Send uh, us money. <laughs> pay pig us. Um, pay pig. Do make sure you sing our praises everywhere you go and f- do whatever. What's the thing you can do? Is it following or subscribing? On whatever. Like, subscribe, and follow on all of our social medias. We are chat s h i i pod on TikTok. We are chat chip pod on Twitter. We are chat chip pod on 
Instagram. And if you want to email us, we're podcastchatshit at gmail.com. I'm also, I'm looking out the window, Lisa's probably like, what's she doing? I yeah. moved house recently, guys, and I can, there's loads of apartment blocks near me. And I can see into the penthouses of all of them. And I'm just looking across the way at a girl boss who um, has like their TV screen. It's the, the whole top floor is, I, I sound like a little weird stalker right now, but their whole floor <laughs> is, um, going. it's all window, like the whole penthouse's window. And there's a whole wall that is a TV. And I, th- I think they're watching Love Island if I'm looking at it right. Yes, stalker queen. The whole wall is TV. Good for okay. her. I might go over and ask her what she does for a living. Yeah. Hope she's happy. Hope she's healthy, ex. Yeah, legend. Thanks for listening, girl bosses. Yeah, Continue don't forget to gaslight gatekeep the girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week.